At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. As mentioned, it is a pleasure to get to talk to this guy. He is part of the CBS TV crew with Ian Eagle and Evan Washburn. They worked the Patriots and the Steelers this past weekend. Charles Davis, good to talk to you on the SportsMediaWatch.com podcast, my friend. Hello there. Hello, TJ. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. It's always great to talk with you. And I know you've got so many different things going on. Every hat you put on is a significant (laughs) one. And it all revolves around that pigskin. Don't, don't uh, seems hurt. like it. I got. I probably have too many hats. If no, that's no, the case. No, trust me. You could never have too many hats. Just like they say. Well, you know, how many times if you had a dollar for every time you heard, the more you can do in this league, you you would have retired from doing this gig a long time ago. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, so you saw the Patriots and the Steelers with Ian and your crew this past weekend in New England got the win. So a football question before we get into all the sports media questions. Give me give me uh, an impression on what you saw out of the Patriots getting their first win and winning in Pittsburgh. Well, we know week one after they lost at Miami and adjusted their schedule to go to Miami on a Tuesday before a Sunday game in a season opener because Miami's been a house of horrors for them. And it didn't work. They got beat again, I think, for the eighth time in in the last 10 meetings in Miami. You know, that didn't work. This, you know, he altered it. You know, Bill Belichick altered his schedule. I don't know about this team. And you know what it's like after week one. We know who's going to the Super Bowl. We know who's going to the playoffs. (laughs) We know who the worst team in the league is. We know this is the worst roster. That's how we do it in week one. And when I say we... I'm not saying I don't do, we all do it collectively. We all have snap judgments. That's how it works. Well, guess what? As usual, the Patriots, okay, okay. It didn't go so well this time. We'll figure it out for the next time. And boy, did they ever. They go to Pittsburgh, traditional battle with a team where they have a lot of respect for, have had some monster battles. It blew me away when I did my research. I didn't realize that they've met three times in the Bill Belichick era in the AFC championship game. Right. And the Patriots are three and zero in that time frame. Amazing. Right. I mean, you just don't see that. I do believe Bill Cowher beat them in a divisional in a seven to six game or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> right. Which, is, which I'm sure somewhere coach Cowher's got a big grin on his face. That is his type of a game. Right. 
we ran the ball and closed them out, you know, that sort of a deal. But that rivalry is big. And everyone thought, God, New England can't move anyone on offense, blocking with that line. What are they going to do for playmakers? Defense may struggle to keep up with Pittsburgh and the, and the playmakers they have. They did it again. They found a way to, to dictate pace of play. They found a way to keep the game close and then made a huge play with Nelson Aguilar snatching what should have been an interception from Akello Witherspoon. He'll see that one. Witherspoon will see that one for a long time. It's right there in his mitts. And Aguilar just took it right before yep. that. Changed the complexion of the ball game. Then they closed him out. So as usual, New England, I don't care what you're going to say, they're going to figure things out. And they're going to gum up the works for you. I do believe their next two are going to be very interesting. They have Baltimore and then Green Bay. You talk about two contrasting quarterbacks in Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers. And, of course, both of them can eat you alive. Pittsburgh is going to be very interesting, TJ. And I say it for this reason. That defense is for real. Now, they didn't have the same pressure on Mac Jones that they put on Joe Burrow. TJ Watt's not there. And Alex Highsmith goes from, in, in movie parlance, character actor to leading man or leading person leading actor mm -hmm. the lights are brighter when you're the lead actor meaning the blocking schemes changed he started getting the double teams on the edge that, that tj was eating up before and he's not as dynamic a player so he wasn't the same factory was opening week when he had three sacks and tj watt was on the other side so the steelers got to figure out what's going to happen there but cam hayward got neutralized inside the rookie guard, Cole Strange, did a nice job. Michael Wenu did a nice job. David Andrews, they made it hard on him. So Pittsburgh, though, is going to be fine on defense. I think they're very good. Love this man's insight, and he gave you a lot there if you're a Steeler fan, if you're a Patriot fan. John Lewis, the uh, the owner, the operator, you read him all the time on Sports Media Watch. I know you got stuff for Charles Davis. Go ahead, my friend. Okay, so, uh, you know, I can't speak too much to the football strategy, but uh, I, I'm going to come in from a bit of the more media side. So you played football, obviously, and you primarily cover football, but uh, a little bit differently than a lot of other people who are football analysts. You've got a lot of interests beyond just football. You have done sideline reporting for the NBA playoffs. You have done sideline reporting for the NCAA tournament. You do golf channel. Uh, and uh, it's uh, it's very interesting because you don't see that a lot, maybe like an Ahmad Rashad, right? Being the, the football player and then becoming identified with the NBA. Obviously, now that you are in the position that you're in, number two broadcaster for a major network, you're getting a playoff game every year. Those roles don't seem to be as prominent in your career as they were. But I am curious, are you still interested in those non-football roles and maybe even expanding them a little bit? That's a great question, John. And and look, I've never forgotten my roots. I could only hope to be a mod Rashad, believe me. I mean, the guy's a college football Hall of Famer, tremendous player, as you mentioned already in the NFL, played in the Super Bowl with the Vikings. Um, and then, of course, as you said, got, got identified the NBA with the great show that he did there. And that, that I believe when he finally left that show, I think Summer Sanders, the Olympic gold medalist, took yeah. over for him. So it's a big time deal. One like me can only hope to be that person. But to your point, would I love to do other things, do more of things that I've done before? Absolutely. And that doesn't mean that it's not still out there. I've been lucky enough to be part of the Madden video game franchise for the last seven years, going on eight years now. Um, you know, if, if sideline reporting kicked back in for me at CBS, I'd be running out there to try and get that part done. 
you know, would I be covering golf again? Perhaps we'll see. I mean, there's been some, you know, we've kind of kicked it around a little, but I don't know if it's a priority for them, you know, to have me out. They have phenomenal people out there already, but you know, I've never lost my roots there. Um, being a sideline reporter, it was fun. I actually still, it's funny you brought it up. John. I actually talked with someone last week about who's trying to become a sideline reporter and gave them what I used to do and how I go about doing it. And, and hopefully they'll be able to expand that and, and update and, and go from there, but we'll see what the future holds. I'm fortunate enough to have what I have right now and I better be working really hard on it. So I don't screw that up and get kicked out of it. I love this man for a lot of reasons. He and I have played golf. Uh, John, I don't know if you know this. He's former tournament director, too, for the Disney uh, Golf Classic uh, as well on the PGA Tour. Very diversified. But I have a fun one because you brought it up. You mentioned about the Madden game and being the analyst voice on the Madden game. I dare say you get recognized, maybe not more, but almost as much for that when people find you and they want to talk to you. I know a couple of acquaintances of mine were eager to meet you when we were around because of the Madden game. Uh, Give us a little more on that, Charles Davis. Yeah, you're right about that. That franchise is so steeped into our culture now, both the football culture and just the gaming culture, you know, people who play it and and get involved with it. Um, It's been it's been a very interesting journey because when I first got the job, my son, who's now 24, had said to me, that cannot be possible. I knew Parker when he was a toddler. Do not tell me he's 24. Do not tell me he's 24. Continue with the answer. Go ahead. But but he said, Hey, make sure you give people enough lines. So we don't know everything you're going to say every time you, you pop on, which (laughs) span my repertoire. The other part of it is, you know, the kid, his, his peers, adults, people love to play the game. I just recently met a family that I met the grandfather and the grandfather was giving me tips about what I needed to do and, and how much he enjoyed beating down his grandkids and his, and his, and his son. So it was just so much fun with this game and this franchise and be part of something that's associated with John Madden, who we're going to forever be, you know, associated as part of, not just part of football, but a huge influencer, Super Bowl winning coach, which a lot of people don't know if you're of a certain age. Right. They're like he coached a lot of them just knew him and knew him as the guy with the franchise. And it's interesting with that because I get recognized by other people who play the game. But the NFL players who play a lot, I believe that in all that time when I've been going to meetings and this, that and everything, I don't bring it up. But the Madden game comes up at least once a weekend from someone who refers to. I had three sacks this past week. If that doesn't improve my Madden rating, I don't know what will. <laughs> Boy, he was tough to stop. Did you see that move he put on on the second touchdown? It's like he did something out of Madden. Like it's part of the culture. But I've only been recognized, I think, three times by NFL players. They're like, hey, aren't you the Madden guy? It's been three times and all the time I've been doing it. I'm a voice on the game, but you don't see my face and all that. And I don't think very many people who, who are in the NFL make the connection. And that's okay. They're not supposed to. But trust me on that. Hmm. Very interesting. Uh, kind of getting back to the, uh, you know, the analyst job a little bit. Uh, I wanted to ask you about prep. So uh, there's a book uh, by uh, Mark Zumoff called Total Sports Casting. I used to uh, assign it to students. They probably didn't read it, but I signed <laughs> it to them anyway. Uh, and uh you know, you're quoted in this book. Uh, you, you say that uh, Bob Rathman, uh, obviously we all know Bob Rathman, voice of the Hawks, uh, was the first one to tell you to lighten up on the prep. 
And to quote directly, uh, what happens is you have so much prep in you, you're going to want to make sure that you spill it all out there. And the game dictates whether you spill it out, not just you doing prep. If you do all this extra prep, there's a natural tendency to be, well, I was up until two in the morning, you're going to hear this and it's not always good for the broadcast. So, you know, how do you then like, how do you figure out what you need to use and what you don't need to use? And more importantly, do you still stay up till two o'clock in the morning getting all that prep if you're not going to use all of it during the game? Yeah. You know, you mentioned Bob Rathbun, my mentor, one of my mentors, but I call him mentor. First game I ever did, Bob Rathbun was a play-by-play guy. Mississippi <laughs> State hosting Memphis State in football back when it was Memphis State. before. It became when I graduated from Memphis State, by the way, I love that. Yes. Jay's alma mater. And it was the season opener, 1997, August 31st. Uh, Mississippi State kicked a field goal with about three seconds left to beat I them. I remember. Jackie Wayne, Cheryl coaching Mississippi State, Rip Sherrill coaching Memphis State. And the significance is, as we sit here, the day after Queen Elizabeth II was laid to rest officially, August 31, 1997, was the night Princess Di had her car wreck and passed away. How about so that. Came that afternoon and then stayed up all night watching that coverage, which started with, it's only a fender bender to mm-hmm. announcing she had passed. It was a crazy night. I digress and get back to your question, John. And Bob's right about the prep. Be careful with how much you do. Be careful with how you spill it out. He, he's exactly right. And you only learn that through experience. You have good partners. You have good production people, producers, directors who could bring you in at times. And then, of course, you naturally understanding what applies, what doesn't apply. Is it pertinent? Is it not? Truthfully, if you're doing it right and the game is a good one, you're only going to use like 10 to 20% of what you prep for. The game's going to dictate it. The extra prep is for when the game's lousy. (laughs) Okay, because when the game's lousy, that's when they need you. Because you don't go off air when a team's down 50 in the third quarter. You still have to carry it through. So what else do you have? Because game strategy no longer applies. Do we have notes on the quarterback? Do we have notes on the coach? Do we have notes on series history, the the, the school's history or the team's franchise history? What about around the league? How does this play out nationally? How does this play out through the league? Who are they coming up to play? All that you better be prepared for. So I still stay up to two o'clock in the morning or get up at four o'clock in the morning or do whatever. I'm not saying that to say, oh, wow, look at me. I'm staying up all night. No. It's a matter of each person finding out what works for them and how their study habits are. So Bob's right about how that information comes out, but I've never stopped being what I would hope would be overprepared if if indeed that's a phrase. I wanna be prepared to meet the moment when it happens, but have I gotten better at not just spewing it all out because I was up till three o'clock in the morning? I believe so. I believe that my veteran experience now says, okay, you don't need to put that out there because that doesn't apply. In the beginning, I'm pretty sure I was like, oh, yeah, and I'm going to tell you, and then there's another thing, and then there's a third thing, and then there's a fourth thing. And, you know, you learn. You, you learn, and if you don't learn, you don't, you don't stay in it very long and you don't advance. 
Love this man's insight. He's only with us for a couple more minutes. I could talk to him for 30 or 40 minutes, but he's busy. He's Charles Davis of CBS. Hey, one along those same lines, you mentioned Bob Rathbun. You also worked uh, with Ron Thulin, who yeah. John's going to perk up here because he was a big NBA voice, obviously, on cable yes. and with Turner. Yes, you worked with him. You worked with Thu, uh, as you always called him affectionately, you worked with with Thu on TBS's college football. You yeah. later did for Fox the national championship game, the BCS title games, working with Tom Brenneman, with Barry Alvarez. You later worked with Gus Johnson. You're yep. now working with Ian Eagle on CBS. Th those are some names that I just yeah, rattled yeah, off rattled off there. Uh, what's yeah. that like to be with some of those names? Just real quick, generally. I'm pretty fortunate, aren't I? Okay, now I don't want to miss people, but if I start taking mm -hmm. off every name, we'll be here till tomorrow. But right. here's the bottom line, and I don't want to miss the people I work with along the way. Okay, the Andrew Monaco's, the Barry Milligan's, the Sean Alvashires, right? You name them. The 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 the, the Paul Kennedys that I work with on Sunshine Network. Pat Clark in Orlando, who you work Pat, with a bunch. Pat Clark, where we hosted a radio show and a TV show on Sunshine, another great mentor and phenomenal friend. All these people that I work with were wonderful. A bunch of people I'm not gonna be able to name that I worked with along the way that put up with me, okay? They had to help train me and teach me. But just think about this. Since I went, when, since I joined Fox at the time I was there, okay? Before leaving there to go to CBS. Here, when I was doing college football, Tom Brenneman, one of the great voices that you will hear and a phenomenal one. And it's, I was really happy to see that he's actually got a gig back in Cincinnati now. And I hope that that expands for him. All right. Tom, you know, Tom is a wonderful broadcaster, a very good friend. I just want to see everything go well for him. But when you heard, when you heard Tom Brenneman's voice, you know it's a big game, right? So we did three national championships, one of them with Barry Alvarez, the other two, me and him. Uh, Chris Myers was on the sidelines for us. We did Big Ten Network together. Chris Thompson got her start there. The first game we ever did was Appalachian State, Michigan. <laughs> Chris Thompson's first game on the sidelines. And that's how the Big Ten Network came on air, the first ever event that they had. Tom Brenneman is a partner. When I got moved to the NFL at, at Fox by David Hill, my first partner was the Hall of Famer, Dick Stockton. Mm -hmm. Didn't get much better than that, does it? When I moved back to college football, the great Gus Johnson, my brother. Unbelievable, right? When I go from Gus, when they move me back to the NFL, I'm back with Tom Brenneman. That's not so bad now, is it? That's pretty darn good. My next move with the NFL, Kevin Burkhart. Now the number one guy for Fox for Fox uh, NFL football, going to be calling a Super Bowl this year. Couldn't be happier for him. He is phenomenal. I moved to I move over to CBS. Does it get any better than Iron Eagle? I dare say no. How fortunate am I to have that run of partners while I'm working? Not to mention, on the weeks Kevin Burkhart was out, I get Kenny Albert, the cyborg. And I say that with nothing but affection. I think I'm pretty good about sports trivia and understanding games, leagues, everything that's out there. Kenny Albert puts me to shame. You know who told me he would? Tony Siragusa. God rest Late his goose. soul. Yep. The goose, the goose. I worked one season with the goose and he looks at me and goes, hey, Charles, you think you're pretty good on the sports knowledge, don't you? And I said, yeah, goose, I'm not bad. He goes, you know, Kenny Albert, he's a cyborg. <laughs> First time I've worked with Kenny, I tested him. Hit him on something, just what the heck. He came back with me with names, dates, 
who the guy's parents were, where they were born, darn near where they were that he was conceived. And I threw up the white flag right there. I called the goose and said, you win. You're right. He's unbelievable. I've done games with Sam Rosen, the great voice of the, of the New York Rangers, and for a long time with Fox. I've been with some phenomenal people. How lucky am I? I've learned from all of them. I've been taught by them. I, I trained with them. And I got to be friends with all of them. Not to mention, as you mentioned, flew before that with 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 uh, with um, TBS, Turner. Mm-hmm. Turner, Turner Sports. Guys, it doesn't get a whole lot better than that. And I've been lucky enough that all of them I consider friends, and I hope they consider me the same way. Well, and it says something for you as well. I know you've got to go. Uh, again, Jets and Bengals this week as we're yeah. taping this, correct, with Ian Eagle and Evan Washburn yeah. on the crew. He's deep in the prep. John Lewis, I know we've loved talking to Charles Davis, correct? One more time. Yeah, no, it's been great. Thank you so much for joining us. But thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Continue to push that knowledge out there, guys. You do a fantastic job as always. And John, it's so great to meet you for the first time. I hope this is the first of many. I've been lucky enough to know TJ long enough that his his daughters have have been born. I mean, Charles we'll- and Chris Myers said hello to my twins after they were just born. And I'm showing Charles a, a new picture are. on Those the video hookup that ladies. we see. They're not newborns anymore. They're no. now high school freshmen. So, but you, uh, know, you know, it reminds me of what all the great coaches have always said who have been in college, the college coach was football, basketball, whatever. We get older, but the people we coach are always the same age. <laughs> Those coaches always have to learn to adapt, keep themselves young. I remember when Matt yeah. Brown won the national title at Texas, he had the players load up his iPod with their music so they could stay relevant, understanding what they were doing. Tom Izzo talks about it all the time that, yeah, I'm getting older. But sure. I find a way to stay young and relevant with these kids. So when I talk to them, they don't just think some relic is coming at them. And I'm making references from 1985. <laughs> as opposed to 2022. All right. Get it. I'm working on it myself. Although I will say this, I've tried it with music. I always said I was going to be the cool guy that stayed up on all the music. I gave up. Give me my seventies. Give me my Motown. There we go. Good. Uh, listen, I know you got to go. We got to go as well. And by the way, we didn't even get into Tennessee and Florida Saturday on CBS. Charles is a ball. His daughter went to the University of Florida. They may or oh, may my, not. Yeah, she, she and my money went to the university. They, they may or may not it. be speaking to each other this weekend. I don't know how that's going to go, but we'll be watching you on CBS with Jets and Bengals and throughout the year with Ian Eagle. Charles, thank you, brother. Thank you. And it's about it's time for our Vols to, to beat those Gators. It's time for us to win one of those big games. We got them at home. Go Big Orange. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.